0: Many are getting rich, many are failing, and many have fallen in their faith. Learn how to become an karma in this end time through the anointed teachings of Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa. Pastor Ebenezer Okonifa is an emerging voice and a leader in this end time movement of faith. His message centers on faith the Holy Spirit and the realities of the new creation in Christ. He is the senior pastor of Overcomers Nation Church and president of Ebenezer Okoni Ministries in Accra, Ghana. Become inspired, empowered, and enlightened as you listen to the life-transforming message of God's Word through his special servant. And now, today's message.
1: Lift up your right hand, dear father thank you tonight i declare my heart is open my mind is ready to receive from you my life will never be the same again after tonight in the name of jesus christ the son of the living god somebody shout a big amen now glamorously take your seat in the presence of the lord precious holy spirit i am submitted unto you this entire auditorium is under your power let your glory be seen in the midst of your people. Anoint these lips of clay. Let them minister oracles that will bring transformation into the lives of your children. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Angels of the Lord, continue to work in the midst of us. Let sicknesses be healed. Let oppressions be destroyed. Let power be made manifest in the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Somebody shout a big Amen. Oh, is that a shout as a shout a big Amen? Now give a clap offering unto the Lord. Praise God forevermore. Tonight your life will never be the same. As a tonight your life will never be the same again. Tonight the word of the Lord will come to you in such a way that that which was not existent shall exist. What was missing in your life, God is going to replace it. As a God is going to replace it, the Lord is going to bring restoration into your life. And there's something I have noticed about the restoration of the Lord. When you lose one and God says, I'm going to restore you. He doesn't replace one. He replaces more than one. That time the Bible says that He he replaces threefold. Another time He replaces sevenfold. God is the one who will restore you and add extra value to it. I pray in the name of Jesus, receive extra value from the Lord. In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Shout out to the amen. All right, briefly, I want to share with you a few words, and then we are going to enter into uh, into the place of prayer, and then I'm going to trust God to speak into the lives of a few people, and I know God is going to make a way where there seems to be no way. Glory to Jesus Christ. Prophecy is very important in the lives of God's children. When prophecy comes, it means that the word of God, the mind of God has been released. And there's something about prophecy. It has the power to bring change into the lives of the children of God. The power that controls the future, the power that controls lives is a prophetic. The Bible tells us that time came when Ezekiel was carried by the Spirit of God into a valley. But this valley was a very strange valley. It was a valley that was not full of water, but it was full of bones. And the Bible said they were not just ordinary bones, they were very dry bones. The bones were very dry. And so the voice of the Lord came to the man of God and as in the son of man. And anytime I read that scripture and I see the son of man, it brings joy to my heart because me too I am the son of man. What do you think? yeah, me too I am the son of man and he said, son of man shall these bones live again, shall these bones come alive, can there be a change in these bones, and he said Lord thou knowest, Lord you are the one who knows the future Lord you are the one who can determine a change of the situation, because the man was being skeptical, he was being very careful, not to go and say something that would be wrong in the eyes of God and then God gives him an answer and he said, prophesy He said prophesy. He said son of man prophesy unto these bones. Speak words unto these bones. At the end of the day out of the dry bones a mighty army arose. A mighty army arose. A mighty army arose. Telling us that there is power in prophecy that can change situations. I don't know what your situation may be, but may the spirit of prophecy locate your case. I said, may the spirit of prophecy locate your case. I said, may the spirit of prophecy locate your case in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God. Glory to Jesus. Tonight, I want to just share with you briefly on the dimensions and the measurements of the God kind of faith. The dimensions and the measurements of the God kind of faith. Yesterday, I made a statement, and I don't know how many of us heard that statement but I said something, that every human being has faith this faith matter that we are talking about every human being has it all, in fact when you study life, you realize that God has actually made us to live by faith, the natural way of life of every human being whether you are a believer or not, is to live by faith for instance, how many of us when we came into the auditorium, when we were sitting on the chair, we shook the chair to see how firm it was before we sat down, who is that, who is that paranoid person over here None of us over here should or check the strength of the chair. We just sat down. We just assumed. We just believed that because of the way the chair looks, it can carry us. You didn't go ahead to go and shake it or to, 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 to carry it about or to check under it whether even there was a bomb. How many of us checked whether there was a bomb under the chair? i
2: many
1: of checked? None. Why? It means that we have a certain kind of faith. Are you understanding me? Are you understanding me? Most of us start in public transport, coming to church today. When we are sitting in the vehicle, did we go and check the brakes? Did we go and check whether the driver has a, a license? No, they didn't check. We just believe that some way, somehow, we will get to our destination. So everybody has faith. Even the atheists that say they don't believe, they believe. They believe. There are some who say that they don't believe that there's a God. And so they don't believe that God created the earth. But they say that they believe in the Big Bang. Is that also no faith? I, when you think about it, it takes more faith to believe in the Big Bang Theory than to believe that God, an intelligent creature, created everything that we see. Because Big Bang Theory says that uh, I, I take your head and I, I take another person's head and I collide it and I smash it into pieces and out of it in something beautiful, something utterly be deformed. Doesn't make sense. Does it make sense? When you get two things and you smash them together, don't see them more chaos. But they say they believe in big bang theory. They believe in big bang theory. They say they believe in revolution or evolution. Evolution. Evolution means that one creature changes from one state to another. So they say human beings, we were evolved from apes. Look, we have been here for over 2,000 years. And so the way we are is still the same way we are. We have not yet changed. So by this time according to evolution I've got some wings and I'll start flying like Superman are you understanding me? glory to Jesus right? and yet they say that, that is what they believe so even though they are saying they are not people of faith everybody is a person of faith one way or the other everybody has faith the thing is what kind of faith are you functioning by? what kind of faith are you functioning by? there is a faith that produces and releases the power of God and there is what is natural faith Natural faith The kind of faith that you have Is, depend, is based on your perception Of reality your, What is real to you What is real to you Natural faith depends on the senses so most human beings are functioning by their senses, what they can see with their eyes, what they can hear with their ears, what they can taste with their tongue, what they can touch with their hands, what they can smell with their nose. So those are the things that they are using to, to, to uh, determine whether that they believe or not. That is what I call natural faith. But the supernatural faith is based on the scriptures. It's based on the word of God. As you look into the scriptures, you realize that there are two kinds of faith. Open your Bibles quickly with me to the book of John chapter number 20, verse 24 to 29. The Bible tells us about when Jesus had resurrected from the dead, he appeared unto his disciples in a locked room. And the Bible tells us that he began to speak to them and minister to them. But in that first meeting, that first appearing of Jesus to his disciples, one of his disciples, Thomas, was not among them. So in, the Bible says that in the verse 24, but Thomas, one of the twelve called Didymus, was not with them when Jesus came. That is why you shouldn't miss church. Because sometimes your angel will not come to your house. Your angel will come to church. For instance, we have said that we are having faith convention. And there are people that God has ordained that their miracles will be here. But they are somewhere else. They are somewhere else And that is what results in a lot of delays In the lives of people Being where they are not supposed to be What are you doing at that place When you are supposed to be In this place And when you come to this place You say that oh, have the have the gift, Glory to Jesus Christ So Thomas was not in the midst of them If he had been in the midst of them He would have been part of those who are faith But he was not there when Jesus appeared the Bible says that the other disciples related the matter to him. He said, we have seen the Lord. But he said unto them, except I see, look at that, listen to what he says. He said, except I see in his hands the print of the nails. And I put my finger into the print of the nails. Gruesome, that guy is crazy. I put my finger into the holes in his hands. And then he said, I'll trust, see, the one in his hands, he said, I'll put my finger. But he said, I'll trust my hand. I don't know what he's going to do over there. I'll put my hands into his side. If I don't see this filly, filly, filly gadoshi, gani, gani, keja, keja, he said, I will not believe. Except I have made physical contact. He himself said it. He said, I will not believe. So according to Thomas, seeing is what? Believing. If you don't see, you don't, it's not faith. Devices after eight days, again, his disciples were within, and Thomas this time was with them. Thank God he was with them. And thank God that you are here tonight. I said, thank God you are here tonight. I said, thank God you are here tonight. Because tonight you receive something that those who are not here will not receive. I said, you receive a word that those who are not here will not receive. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the Living God. Thomas was with them this time. The Bible then came Jesus and the doors being shut. He stood in the midst and said, Peace be unto you. Then said he to Thomas, reach hither. You know, I will stretch your finger and hold my hands and reach your hand and put it in my side and be not faithless. He rebuked the man for being unbelieving. He said, be not faithless. Do not be unbelieving. But what? Believing. So, he's telling us what he wants us to do. Jesus wants us to be believing. He doesn't want us to be faithless. He doesn't want us to be walking in unbelief and doubt. He wants us to be people of faith. You've got to be a man of faith. You've got to be a woman of faith. Jesus, the Bible says when Thomas saw him, he answered and said, My Lord and my God. The guy just broke down like that. There are people who say that, oh, uh, well, if I die and I realize that there is a God, I'll tell God that, uh, God, you didn't give me enough evidence to believe that you exist. <laughs> you, have no, you don't know what you are talking about. You see God, you, you cannot even talk. You'll be like a dead person. Mute. The man saw Jesus. He, he resurrected from in all his glory. He, nobody needed to tell him anything. He said, my Lord and oh my God. And look at what Jesus told him. In the, verse, in the next verse. In the verse number 29. Now, telling us something over here. Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. But blessed are those who have not seen, and yet have believed. Yet have believed. So, here you realize that Jesus talks about two kinds of faith. The kind of faith where you seen is believing, and another faith where you don't see, and yet you believe. So, there are two kinds of faith. There's number one, humanistic faith or natural faith, or Thomas kind of faith. This is the kind of faith that says that I must see it before I believe it. This is the kind of faith that says that I must touch it, I must feel it, my senses must make engagement with it before I will accept that this thing exists. It's a natural kind of faith. It's a humanistic kind of faith. It depends on the sensory perceptions. It does not believe in the reality of the invisible. So, for instance, we come and we are, we are operating in the Holy Ghost, and people are falling under the anointing, and somebody will be online and be laughing and say, that, oh, look at these people. Look at what, what funny things are they doing. Because they don't believe in the Holy Spirit. They don't believe in an invisible force that is able to work miracles. So, they are operating by humanistic faith. Thomas kind of faith. Even they' even lower than Thomas, because they, they, are not, they are not believing in Jesus. Anyway, that's the subject for another day. So, some much kind of faith or natural faith does not believe in the reality of the invisible. And this faith is affected by circumstances and situations. So you, somebody comes to promise you and says, okay, I'm going to help you. I'm going to, I'm going to pay for a passport for you and I'm going to get you a visa and I'm going to bring you to come and stay with me in Las Vegas. I've got a condo that I've made available for you. And as I'm speaking to you, I'm a big-time man. You can see me when you breathe the cologne of me. You know that this man is an expensive man. You know, he, she will believe me. Why? Because she's seen me in all my glory. She's seen the quality of my suits. She's seen the, 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 the elegance of my spectacles. She's seen the grace and the glory that I'm coming with. What, what's she doing? She's relating with the situation. So her believing is based and affected by the situation. But then, tomorrow about this time, I come and say, Kezia, you are help you, but I've just heard that they have seized all my assets in the United States of America. Even in Ghana, my bank account has been frozen. Can you give me 20 Ghana cities? I'll still help you. She will not believe me anymore. What has happened? Her faith has been affected by what? The situation. The circumstance. Natural faith operates that way. That is why there are people who are encouraged whenever they see things going well. And then they become discouraged whenever they are seeing an opposing situation. Or they hear bad news. They become discouraged. Their faith is affected by the situation. That is natural faith. That is humanistic faith. There is another kind of faith, which is a God kind of faith. This kind of faith says that seeing, uh, believing is actually seeing. It's the one that says that I believe before I see. I believe even though I don't see it physically. I believe that what God has said concerning me is true. Even though I don't have the physical evidence of it, the spiritual evidence is good enough. This kind of faith depends on the word of God It does not depend on circumstances It does not depend on the sensory perception It does not depend on how you are feeling You can still say I am healthy I am strong I am healed Even though physically you may still be feeling certain symptoms That is how. That is what I call the God kind of faith The God kind of faith Or the Jesus kind of faith If you are comparing between Thomas and Jesus it says that it believes in the reality of invisible things, invisible personalities, invisible resources. And it changes and directs circumstances and situations. This one is not influenced by situations, but it affects situations and conforms situations to align with what it says. So when faith says yes, situations cannot say no. When faith says that I am rich, gradually my poverty will turn to riches. When faith says that I am healed, even though physically I may be feeling the pain, gradually my body will begin to respond to what my faith is saying. Faith is a force that affects nature. Faith is a force that turns situations around, that alters situations, alters natural operations, natural events, and aligns them to the dictates of faith. That is the God kind of faith. It was a the kind of that Jesus used to speak to the fig tree and said that no one shall eat fruit of you again forever. The Bible said that when Jesus approached the tree, the tree was green. In other words, the tree was on in the process of growing. It was not infected. There was no sickness on it. So for Jesus to even say that no one will eat of any fruit of you, it was opposite to what was going to happen. It, it was just a matter of time that fig tree would have come out with fruits. And Jesus was making a prediction. What he was releasing was the faith. less than 24 hours down the line, they passed by the fig tree, and the fig tree has dried up from the roots. And Peter came to Jesus and said, Master, the tree that you cast, Look at it It has right The man was full of awe He saw the thing as incredible It has not make sense He has never seen anything like it before He has never heard anything like it before Nobody has ever told him about it No wonder the Bible says I has not seen Nor ear heard Neither has he entered into the heart of any man What God has in store for them All that love him Your faith is about to bring a miracle into your life That no one has ever seen before. The others would say This thing has not happened anywhere before That's what faith is able to bring It brings the incredible What is difficult to accept It brings it into manifestation That is the power of the God kind of faith Jesus stands to him and says that, Have faith in God Have faith in God Have faith in God Have faith in God. Mark Mark chapter number 11. Mark chapter number 11. You are reading from the verse 22 downwards. So have faith in God. Now, if you are using a a, a reference Bible, uh, or King James Bible, you realize that in the margin, they give a little exposition to what should actually be there. It, It should be have the faith of God. Have the faith of God So having faith in God Was how the translators of the King James put it Or the New King James put it But in the original It should read have the faith of God Meaning there is a kind of faith that God has which is different from the faith that other people Or human beings or natural people have And so that is the second kind of faith And that kind of faith is able to Turn situations around That is the faith that we are talking about That is the faith that is able to make a man Into a wonder That is the faith that is able to cause an ordinary man To become a superstar You are becoming a superstar I say you, you are becoming a superstar Listen if you can believe what I am saying Next year by this time Five years from today your entire family will be singing your praise because God would, be, would have you up as a God would have lifted you up as said God would have lifted you up as said God would have lifted you up in the name of Jesus Christ Look, as I look around, I see so many people who are evidences of faith, of the power of what the Word of God is able to do. Some of you, the education that you are having right now, oh, seven years ago, six years ago, you yourself even did not believe that you'd be in school. Just this year, one of my daughters graduated from the university, and four five years ago, it was not even something that was in consideration. Because everything was against it. She has graduated from the university and she doesn't have SHS certificate. She doesn't have SHS certificate. Somebody else is in school, in a university, and uh, results are nothing to write to them about. But see, faith changes situations. Faith alters situations. Faith alters situations and aligns them to you. Aligns them for a testimony for you. Look, the aim of faith is to give you a testimony. The end of faith is supposed to give you a testimony. Look, in the book of Hebrews chapter 11, everything and everyone that we read about over there is testimonies. It's testimonies They also they by faith And then they got a testimony By faith this happened to them By faith that happened to them By faith they, re, they were subdued nations By faith they received uh, promises By faith they got inheritances By faith they quenched the violence of fire That was testimonies that was being given to them huh? I prophesy over your life huh? That you too by faith uh,
2: You shall testify
1: I say you too by faith You shall testify I say you too by faith A story shall be written concerning Continue. They shall say, consider Tasia. how by faith she turned the situation around her. They will say, consider her, Emmanuel how by faith he stood up tall and brought glory and salvation to his family. I said, by faith, they shall say Esther, who nobody had any hope for, has become the hope and the glory of the family. Oh, they shall say, by faith, oh Matilda, who thought she was her. all of a sudden, she's the all of them receive those things by faith. Luke chapter 1 verse 45. Blessed is she that believeth, for there shall be a performance of those things which were told of the Lord. Blessed, happy, fortunate is she that believes. Is she that believes. So there is a God kind of faith that has been made available to every child of God. And I told you uh, two days ago that every Christian has faith. I showed it to you from the scriptures. Romans chapter number 12 verse 3. The Bible says we have all received the measure of faith. Galatians chapter 5 verse 22. It tells us that as part of the fruit of the spirit, we have faith in there. So every Christian, when you come into Christ, there is a certain measure of faith. Romans 12 3 calls it the measure of faith. Other versions use a measure of faith. Immediately you see that it tells you that the faith over there, faith is in dimensions and sizes. It means that faith is not a stagnant thing. It's not a stagnant thing. One man of God said that, that Jesus says, If your faith has a grain of master seed, so what do you do to a master seed? You plant it. When you plant it, it has to what? Grow. So the initial faith that you receive, is not enough for everything. It's not enough for everything. That is why you pray and you see some results and then you don't see certain results. You have not grown in faith to be able to get those things. If you want to get bigger testimonies, you need bigger faith. If you want to see more miracles, more interventions, you need more faith. Romans 10, 17, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So the bigger your faith, the bigger your testimony. The greater your faith, the greater your dominion that you have. Faith is in dimensions. Faith is in measurements. And so tonight I want to just introduce you to three dimensions of it You know, with every three uh, dimensional uh, objects Like we are in in the third dimension Every human being, everything that you see around us So we can measure a length, a breadth, and height You understand? A length, breadth, and height All are dimensions Now, the dimensions have measurements So the dimension of one, let's say even this AC Could be different from this one In terms of the length, the length could be different. So there are dimensions and there are measurements. So within each dimension there's a measurement. So there are dimensions of faith. And then there are the measurements of the dimensions. Glory to Jesus Christ. Are we together? I hope I'm making some sense over here. You see, the thing that we call faith is not just some mushy, mushy thing that is in our heart. And then we have faith. you know, it has constructions. You see, as you grow in the Lord, you grow in the word, you move from just having ordinary revelation knowledge. Now you begin to have specific knowledge. Now God begins to give you understanding. He said, "Get wisdom and order, getting, get what understanding. So even in wisdom there is understanding of the wisdom that you apply in life. Proverbs chapter twenty four He said that a man of wisdom is strong. By amount of knowledge increases strength. So, there's wisdom, there's knowledge. He said, By wisdom, a house is built. By understanding, it is established. And by knowledge, the rooms of the house that wisdom has built are filled with many pleasurable things. So, if you are going to be a complete Christian, you need to have wisdom, knowledge, An understanding operation. It is not just something that you just take for granted. For instance, we are talking about salvation. Oh, thank God. The revelational knowledge has given you an awareness of Jesus Christ. How many of you believe in Jesus? How many of you believe in Jesus? You believe that Jesus came to save you? You believe Jesus died for you? Why do you think that his death is enough to save you? Can you explain it? So there you are going into deeper understanding. That is, it's not just a knowledge of your salvation. Now the understanding of the knowledge having been bought by the blood. How can blood, blood buy you? So it is not just surface faith. Now you are going deeper. And that's why I'm trying to send us a little before I minister to you. Glory to Jesus Christ. So there are dimensions of faith. The faith that you have received, there are dimensions. And so when you know the dimensions, you know how you are going to grow it. When you study the writings of Jesus and other parts of scripture, I realize that there are three dimensions of faith. Number one, there is faith in terms of the dimension of size. The size of your faith. The size of your faith. Or the amount of your faith. So you see Jesus talking about, uh, talking about, you have no faith. Is that because you don't have faith? And then you hear him at another time saying, oh, you have what? Little faith. And another time you hear him saying, oh, great is your faith. Now, nothing is a measurement, right? Little is a measurement, right? Great is a measurement. But you cannot say something is great except you are comparing it to another. So, he's talking about measurements of the amount of faith. The faith that you have is in amounts. That is what can differentiate among us. That is what can cause somebody to, somebody can have faith for a house, a car, and a bicycle. And that person may have faith only for a bicycle. One man of God, uh, Papa Hagen of blessed memory, he said something. One day his wife told him certain things that they needed to buy for the house. He told her wife, I have a, a number of things on my feet right now. So why don't you use your faith to carry it on your feet to get it? She carried it on her feet. They got it. Because he knew that at the time he had put so many things on his faith budget. People don't know that faith is a currency. Now when you are spending money, does the money remain constant? It's only cartoons that you have that. I think cartoons, when you are drinking the water, you are drinking still at the same level. When we were younger, we thought it was real. We tried it and we saw that the thing was finishing. Glory to Jesus Christ. Just like how many of you were there when uh, Brilliant Soup was first introduced. Uh and then the 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 and the uh they, 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 they say brilliant and then and the soap will flying. I was the one washing the dishes of the family then. <laughs> brilliant and then it wash the clothes and the clothes will be hanging on the line and you see the woman just taking the clothes from the line. Oh God don't laugh at me too much. I absolutely believed it. They gave me money for me to go and buy soup. Usually we buy key soup. I said, I've just seen brilliant. I've just seen brilliant on TV. It can fly. I went to buy brilliant soup. And I came to put it there. Brilliant! This soap is brilliant! I turned the soap upside down. Brilliant! But after the third time, I, nobody had to advise me. Glory to Jesus. In fact, I didn't go depressed. Because I thought, like, oh, maybe there's something wrong with me. That is why, please, anybody who is into the MCA, you should be vetting the adverts. They are causing depression to the children of the time. Glory to Jesus Christ. Now, how did I get to this part? <laughs> Amen. So, faith is a currency. Faith is a currency. So, when you use your faith, you are expanding faith. You are using a substance. When you use substance, the quantity reduces. That's why you need to be topping up. That's why you need to be topping up. For instance, you see, we work to make a living. And the living over there is talking about money. So when we work, we get money. And when we spend money, we use the money to buy resources that we need. The just are live by faith. So the making of a living for the just is faith. So when we get faith... As we expand the currency of faith, we exchange our faith for our manifestations. So you are trusting God for a car. You use your faith. And so you exchange the faith that you have in your heart for a physical car to manifest. What have you done? You have spent that faith. In fact, everything that just I live by faith, everything is by faith. You know that you sit here listening to me. You are using faith to listen to me. It's faith that you are using to believe me. And thank God this one is a good, is a good listening. Because as you listen to me, I, by the word of God, I'm also imparting faith into you. How do I know that what I'm doing is the will of God? How do I know that uh, when I pray for you, I'm go- you are going to get healed? Or you are going to get a miracle? It's faith. It's faith. In fact, when you study the Bible, even your dressing should be by faith. Everything is by faith. Nothing without faith. They just shall live by faith. You shall coordinate your life by faith. You shall express yourself by faith. Everything is by faith. When you walk and function by faith, that is where you get a victory. So oh dear, I will not be able to go into a, that dimension today. But Everything is by faith. Just take it like that. Just take it like that. Maybe if God permits Sunday, I will touch on that briefly. It's the relational dimension. There are three dimensions I told you. Number one is in the amount or size. Number two is in the tensile nature of your faith or the strength of your faith, and number three is in the relational nature of your faith. I may talk. I'm going to just touch on the first two, the size and the amount, and then the the size or amount, and then the tensile nature or the strength of your faith. The relational nature. I may touch on it on Sunday if God permits. Glory to Jesus. Now, Matthew 6, verse number 30, and Luke chapter 12, verse 28, they, 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 they mention they, they, they are similar scriptures. Wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is, and tomorrow is not, is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you, O ye of what? Little faith. So you see Jesus talking about little faith. Matthew eight twenty-six again, he says that, he said unto them, "Why are you so fearful? O oh, ye of what? little faith!" He arose and rebuked the wind. Was, they were. They were. He had been walking with his disciples. They had seen him perform so many miracles, and yet when he was sleeping in the boat and there was a storm, they were afraid they were going to die. So he said, that, "Ah, your faith is too small." They had faith because they were with him, but then they did not faith that could deliver them from the storm. Their faith was small. Their faith was small. Matthew 14, 21. 31, Sorry. This is where Peter walked on water and began to sink. He said, why did you doubt? O oh ye, O thou of little faith, wherefore did thou doubt? And then the Bible talks again about great faith. Matthew 8 verse 10. The Bible talks about uh, the Roman centurion who said, uh, Speak the word only and my servant, my servant shall be healed. Jesus said, uh, ah, woe. Well, Such great faith. I've not seen such great faith. No, not in Israel. Not even in the whole of Israel. The man had great faith. Now, you go to Matthew chapter 15 verse 28. This is about a Syrophoenician woman who had come to Jesus asking for healing for her daughter. The Bible said that because she was not a Jew, the Israelites or the, the, the disciples of Jesus were not allowing her to come to him. Probably because of the instruction that Jesus had given them based on what he said later. The, mother, the woman tormented them to the point that they were embarrassed. And he said, Master, come and drive this woman away. We are doing everything possible, but she's not going. She, she came to Jesus, bowed down to him, said, how can I give the food, the bread of the children to the dogs? said, ah, even the dogs eat the cramps that fall from the children's table. The woman must have known something. Jesus said, wow, such great faith. said, a woman, great is thy faith. Let it be unto you as you desire. And the daughter was healed from that very hour. So we see in the statements of Jesus that there are measurements in the size of faith. Now, the size of your faith is based on the information and the knowledge of the word of God that you have. You More word is more faith. When you have little word, you have little faith When you have more of the word of God In you, then the size of your faith Increases, how do I know Look at what the Roman centurion Told Jesus, he said I know I'm a man under authority just like you The man had access to some information And so he knew how certain Authorities operated and Jesus Recognized it as as faith His information base Was solid, look at the woman with great faith Also it was the same thing It was the same thing. Listen, little faith is subdued by contrary circumstances and begins to doubt the word of God. Initially, it believed the word of God. But when contrary and opposing circumstances start start coming, little faith begins to draw back. Little faith begins to say, ah, maybe the word of God is not true. Or maybe what God told me is not true. Or maybe the prophecy is not true. Or maybe the dream that I had was not true. Or maybe what I saw in the Bible is not true. That is little faith. You are a Christian, so you have faith. But then your faith is a little. That's why every circumstance begins to change your confession. Every circumstance begins to change your confession. But great faith has great knowledge. It maintains the confession. It speaks and continues speaking. Even when circumstances are not exactly as it wants it to be. How do you respond to situations? It tells the kind of, the the amount of faith that you have. The size of your faith. The size of your faith. So, you want to grow up, maybe as I'm talking right now, you are one of the people, every little situation, and you say, I'm giving up, I'm giving up. It means that you are a Christian, you have faith, but your faith is very small. What should you do? Increase your faith. Increase the amount of your faith. Soon you will get to the point where you say that, ah, no matter what is happening, I believe that I'm going to see the glory of God in the land of the living. You believe it, and you speak it, and you declare it. That is what great faith does. And you get it by what getting the word of God, listening to the word of God, And join testimonies from the word of God, and from the lives of people of faith around you. So that is talking about the amount of faith. Now you can have faith. I say, have you realized that yeah, there are certain people who are very muscular, but they are not strong. There are certain people who are, you see them keke. But they are not strong. And then there are those who are slim. <laughs> slim, actually. <laughs> I've seen some before. You might I'm some, so... <laughs> are you understanding me? You can see that the person is not that muscular. But the strength of the little muscles that they have, the hawk the, 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 the the of a guy is not able to overcome such a person. This one is not about size or amount. This one is about strength. It's about strength. Your faith can also be weak or strong. Are we together? Weak faith targets. When the opposition, it may not confess negatively. It may not say, I don't believe God. But all of a sudden, it begins to waver. It begins to waver. It begins to shake. It begins to feel as though, oh, no, 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 no. Why are these things happening to me? And then begins to ha- ask questions. Ask God weird questions. Lord, there's no one we discuss. Lord, no, no, no. And then begins to say certain things that are not right. Look at somebody like Job. Um, Job was now questioning God. Questioning God. So he meant that the man still had faith, but this time, the faith I had of God was staggering. It was shaken. The opposite is seen in Abraham. Abraham, God had promised him 25 years ago or 24 years ago that I'm going to make you the father of many nations. I'm going to give you a son. And 25 years, he had not seen that manifestation. God appears to him with two angels. If you were the one, what would be your first topic of discussion? Baba, baby, the man never even brought up the discussion. Even when God was leaving to go and destroy Sodom and Gomorrah, he still didn't ask him anything about his miracle child. About his miracle child. About his miracle child. He started not at the promise of God through belief, but was strong in faith. The Bible said, rather, giving glory to God. Giving glory to God. Strong faith does not change the confession. Strong faith is not, is not shaken by the, the, the evidences and the circumstances and the situation around. Strong faith remains strong. Strong faith maintains the confession. Strong faith still believes what God has said, no matter what is happening. So, whether persecution, whether insult, whether disgrace, whether it does no matter, even if it takes 10 years, 20 years, 30 years strong faith says that I will surely see the glory of God, I pray God may God strengthen somebody's faith I said may God strengthen somebody's faith I said may God strengthen your faith Romans chapter 4, 19 and 20 and 21, you see it over there he had strong faith, Abraham had strong faith, Abraham had strong faith so that is a dimension in the dimension of strength look, God wants us to have strong faith he doesn't want us to have weak faith. He doesn't want us to always be shaken. No, he wants us to be stable. Look, there are some things that may not happen and manifest immediately. But that doesn't mean that God has forgotten you. Strong faith will continue with God until it sees a manifestation. Until He sees a manifestation. How do you develop strong faith? Abraham had strong faith. Abraham had strong faith. When God said, I move, he said, strong faith is audacious. Strong faith has audacity. Strong faith is bold. Strong faith takes radical steps. When strong faith is operating, you may think that the person is crazy or the person is a life risk or, or is a careless person. Look at David. David had faith. He stood before Goliath. Look at how audaciously he spoke. He just spoke rough words. He said, you, I'm going to kill you today. I'm going to cut off your head. and I'm going to feed your body to the bed on this place. In his eyes, he had seen Goliath already slain. In his eyes, he was holding the head of Goliath. In, that was what his faith, his vision of faith was seeing. The Bible says, when Goliath heard this, he was so angry, he grabbed his son, started rushing to the young man. Do you know what happened? Huh, the Bible says, and David also ran towards Goliath. See, strong faith behaves crazy. Sometimes strong faith can move you to so certain crazies, even though you are looking for a miracle man. Strong faith does not make sense. But strong faith is what produces strong miracles. Strong faith is what produces strong testimonies. The man rushed, the Bible says, he rushed not only towards Goliath, he rushed towards the entire Philistine army. My God, that was certain death. That was suicide. But strong faith does not see the opposition. Strong faith, in his eyes, all of them were dead. In his eyes, all of them were dead. No wonder when God spoke to Moses, and Moses was saying that the rest is before The Lord said, "I move forward." He said, "Tell the people that they should advance. Advance were well into the sea. Strong faith does not see opposition." Strong faith does not see anything that can stop its manifestation. Strong faith does not see the wall. When strong faith encounters the wall, strong faith will either jump over the wall. If it cannot jump over the wall, strong faith will close its eyes and walk through the wall. Strong faith. Strong faith. We need strong faith if we are going to have strong testimonies. Strong faith if we are going to have strong testimonies. How do you develop strong faith? Exercise. You see, muscles that are not exercised. You see, you know that we can have a lot of muscles. That one is by eating. That's why I told you that as you eat more of the word of God, your faith grows in size. But for your faith to be strong, you need to exercise your faith. So, if you have a headache, today you won't take para. Say, I command this headache to go in the name of Jesus. What are you doing? You are exercising your faith. Little, little miracles. Now you begin to get more confident in the word of God. More confident in the power of God. Do you understand me? Exercising your faith through prayer, through declarations. Say that, uh, you are you are you are looking to get a phone. Say no, I'm not going to ask my father for the phone this time. I'm going to use my faith to receive a phone. So you are exercising your faith. Very soon you have faith for hundred thousand dollars. Very soon you have your faith a faith for one million dollars. Very soon, you see, you keep building it, and the more you build it, the greater you get, the higher you go in testimonies receive strong faith. As I receive strong faith. Say my faith is growing. Say my faith is growing. Say my faith is growing. How do you grow your faith? I've told you, I've I've given you some of them already. You see, we may be dwelling at the same place geographically, but we are different situations of light. We will be at different places uh, situationally in terms of light. We may be great mates, but we may not be great mates. Are you understanding me? We may be community mates, but it may not be faith meets. What my faith can do, your faith may not be able to do. Are, you, are we together? So as we are seated over here, everybody has a different level of faith. When we begin to pray, we will see the difference. When we leave this place and we begin to walk in life, we will see the difference. Because those who have great faith, you see great miracles following them. You see great testimonies coming. Somebody you are about to change your life after today. Your faith is about to lift you to your next level after today. Some of you are going to release faith and that faith is going to open a door, of an international door for you. Some of you, your faith is going to bring you some financial miracle. That will change the story of your family. Look, I see disgrace being cancelled by somebody's faith. I see pain being taken away by somebody's faith. Somebody says, I have faith. Say, my faith is strong. Say, my faith works and produces results in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. You see, your faith is going to work after today great faith meets situations and changes them. Oh my God. Very soon some of you are going to turn water to wine. I said, water to wine water has no taste, but wine has taste you change a tasteless life to a tasteful life am I prophesying to somebody right now am I prophesying to somebody right now am I prophesying to somebody right now Jesus by his faith, took bread, pray for me oh, few pieces of bread and few pieces of fish and multiplied them, listen to me, faith can bring multiplication, there are people over here your faith is going to increase your finances I say your faith is going to increase your finances I say your faith is going to increase your finances Out of one you bring a thousand Out of two you bring ten thousand Receive that faith now I say receive that faith now Have you ever heard of a fish with money in its mouth before Faith is able to produce faith Money out of the mouth of the fish Somebody you are going to take unlikely situations around I say you are going to take unlikely situations around In the mighty name of Jesus Christ your faith is growing. Your faith is growing. Increase your faith. Number one, go to the Word. Feed on the Word of God. Romans chapter 10, verse 10 to the verse number 17. Feed on the Word. Verse 17 says that so faith comes. Faith comes. You see, faith comes. Understand, faith comes. Do you understand me? You cannot go and search for faith. You cannot pray for faith. Faith comes. When we pray, we are just exercising our faith. Prayer is an exercise of faith to strengthen the faith. But faith comes from the word. Are you understanding me? Testimonies come to. Ginger faith. Motivate faith. But testimony is the word that brings faith. Are you understanding me? That's why somebody heard somebody testimony, And when you swear, see it like the person, And get the same miracle. Because faith has not yet come. The word had not yet come. The word talks about the logos and the Rhema. Time, no to talk about all of that. Glory to Jesus, right? If I'm just scratching the surfaces. I trust God that somebody, another, some of my boys, will go into the school of the Spirit and go deeper and go deeper. We could do some faith master classes so that we we'll go a bit deeper in the subject. But faith comes. Did I hear me? How does it come? It comes by hearing the word of God. So you want to increase your faith? Go ahead and start playing messages. Start reading your Bible some meditation maybe you are, you are struggling with marital whatever you are struggling with financial whatever I told you how I, I changed my finances I went to the word I went to YouTube I listened to messages that had to do with financial prosperity and before long my faith for finances came my faith for finances came my faith what are you, what are you looking to change in your life faith can change it for you faith is the master key that God has given to every one of us And we are going to change our our world with our faith. We are going to change our situation by our faith. I don't know but I'm seeing a generation. Ah, last show That the Lord is raising out of this place. And they are going to touch the world with the power of God. Feed on the word of God. Eat the word. Listen, stop eating newspapers. Stop eating social media. Look, the reason why we are full of paranoia. We are full of fear. Is it because we are not feeding on faith? You spend all your time watching YouTube. All your time watching a jackal. You see, you are making money for other people, but you are not making faith for yourself. Look, this thing is a real thing, brothers and sisters. It's a real thing. What you spend, what you feed on, you are what you eat. You are what you eat. What you eat is what you become. What are you feeding on? Every day you are... What I You see, the eyes and the ears are the portals of the soul. What passes through them goes into the soul. And they begin to influence the soul. He that works with great men shall become great. He that works with the wise shall become wise. He shall be not deceived. Evil company corrupts good character. Listen, gather around yourself people who speak faith. If you are poor person, don't work with poor people. The only supporting that will keep you maintaining your poverty when the people have faith. I used to have friends they were not speaking faith. I changed my friends. I got another set of friends they were not speaking faith. I changed them again, and that's why I'm here to where I am today because I took friends who, who speak faith. Ah, when we meet at the time you go, you cannot speak because the kind of revelation this person has shared with you, you don't go and find another deeper revelation. Listen, sometimes it may even this one may be even a bit tough. Sometimes when I say it, some people may find it a bit controversial, but it may even call for a change of church. Because if you realize that what you are receiving is not empowering you for a bold and a glorious Christian life, it is rather sinking you down. Change your environment. I'm giving you another point. Change your environment. Follow men who are people of faith. Hebrews says verse 12. He said, be followers of those who through faith and patience inherited promises. What you follow is what you become. Do you know how sheep, they will operate. The lambs are always following the backside of the sheep in front of them. They are not even looking at the shepherd. They are just following. They are just following. They are just following. Are just following. And when they follow, they become. Jesus told them, follow me and I'll make you fishers of men. Because he, Jesus, was a fisher of men. See? follow people of great faith, people with testimonies, people with evidences of what you are looking for. Be followers. If you follow carnal people, you become carnal. You may not want to be carnal, but you become carnal. i that, friends. Change your friends, though, because we are in the end times. Listen, time, no day. Time, no day. Time, no day you realize that you are spending time with people and you realize you on your own you are not able to get faith. come out of your, your, your seclusion and go and look for friends who can motivate you some of you are always in your indoors you, are, you don't go anywhere and when you are indoors you are not building your faith or you building your capacity change your modus of running. we don't have much time we don't have much time and your faith is what to bring that testimony your faith is what to change your world God is looking for people of faith God is looking for people whose faith he will use to affect and change situations look, if you don't have I told you the other day, if you don't build your faith you may even lose your children because you don't have any testimony that your children can refer to and say that, this is my father this is my mother faith and then begin to exercise your faith use your faith it's not every time that you should look for somebody to pray for you now you should begin to apply your faith you just heard about, you heard about faith uh, Faith for finances About giving Start giving Pay your tithes, sow your seeds. Begin to work something out Begin to work something out There are many 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 testimonies Oh love of Shandaya. I remember one service And when I came to the service The Lord told me that These shoes you are wearing have not taken it home As soon as we closed from the service I removed the shoes And I gave it to the person That the Lord laid on my heart. Not that the person wore it home not that the person wore it those shoes were the rubber kind of shoes I don't know whether they are from commercial or something they are not quality but I think in about a month from the time I saw the seat somebody came to me and said that this shoe I bought leather Italian shoes I've not worn it before every time I, I, I want to wear it it's as though I'm not able to wear it but I was bah by the shoes the shoes started mentioning your name the shoes started mentioning your name and the person who brought with the shoes yeah never one you want to buy he bought the shoes two years ago two years he has not been able to wear the shoe that's why i told you that name me your feet you see many of you you can sense that there's your breakthrough is coming but you don't know what to do about it learn how to use your feet your miracle eh, is in somebody's household But you must release your faith, then that thing will start speaking to that person. That thing will start speaking to that person. There are too many testimonies I can share along these lines. It's not everything you work for. It's not everything you work for. It's not everything you work for. There's a lady in this place. And she is in a relationship. She had been in a relationship for many years, about four to five years. All of a sudden, the gentleman said, I won't marry you anymore. I don't think we are supposed to marry. Blah, 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 blah. Hey, 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 I did, I literally ran to myself. I said, Mama, where are you, Papa? I thought somebody was dead. And so, this was a relationship that was dying. He came, he supposed to say, let's pray. prayed, 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 prayed. Nothing was working. And then a prophetic word came, doing one miraculous service. That, let the master be and let God be God, let God be God. Less than a week from that time or so, by a week or two, less than two weeks. And gentleman himself came, he said, let us marry, let us marry. Let. Said, in two months, two, in five, it, 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 it's much. By May, our so first week in June, let us get married. Now the guy was calling for a second, for a second building, for a second building. So cool the said, listen to me. Your name is going to appear on a certain car. And the car will be giving problem to the owner and to the person who lives for you. Your name is going to come upon a certain bundle of cash. And the cash must locate you by force. Your name is about to come into a certain office. And they will say that this trip is for you. One lady sent me a prayer request. Some uh, uh, la- part of last year. or oh, Yes, yeah, someone last year. She said, man of God, oh, there is this job. I know this job is for me. Pray with me. And then the prayer request for the, was there for a day or two. Sometimes I have not responded. It means, it means I have not yet released, received a prophetic word. And so when the prophetic word came, I sent her a text message. That favor will speak for you. She went through the interview. First, second, first level, second level. She came out with the highest praise highest oh, results in the interview that means that she was supposed to get a job right she didn't get a job there was a case that had been following her that makes it difficult for certain things to manifest in her life the one who was second place was the one who was given the job I see the people didn't know that the chair had already been named one month after the person got the job they the person they sent the email are you still available for the job when they sent her the letter they were going to pay her in dollars they were going to pay her bonuses in dollars at the time that the dollar was the city was falling and when people were receiving 2,000, 3,000, now their money was losing value she was now receiving in dollars and the dollar was going up on Nanenikakrebia Jesus Masoka Talahaya the faith had their name on it they sent her a message An email. She replied. Then they called her on phone. He said, "Can you start immediately? Can you start immediately? Precious, about coming somebody because of you. As a precious, look, I've entered into the prophetic already." Pressure is about to come onto a situation for your favor and for your glory. I said for your favor and for your glory. I said for your favor and for your glory. I don't know, but I see people rising up to favor people over here. I see your, your faith producing favor. I see your faith Favor. There is a grace of favor in the atmosphere. There is a grace of favor in the atmosphere. And somebody under the sound of my voice, I hear the Lord saying, that lock, that been locked to prevent your advancement is being broken open right now. It's being broken open right now. It's being broken open right now, open right now for a free flow, for a free flow, for a free flow in the name of Jesus Christ. Listen. By the faith of David, he was rejected and was at the back side of the desert. <laughs> he was at the back side of the desert. All of a sudden, some of you, nobody has identified you yet. But after today, great people shall begin to identify you great people shall begin to call for you. I am prophesying by the Spirit of the living God. And the Lord said that there are ten people under the sound of my voice. I am sending great people to locate you. Great people to locate you. Great people to locate you. And to change your situation. Someone said I will not sit down. I will not sit down. And so this one that is a rejected amongst the Lord comes and appears. I am Pastor Satataya. I am seeing people under the sound of my voice the lord is sending great people the lord is sending great people the lord is sending great people one day elijah needed to see some prophets oh all of a sudden a man appeared from paul shalisha with bread and said a man of god this bread is for you this bread is for you is there a need that you are going through i see a man coming from paul I see help coming from Paul Shalisha from a place you least expected uh, Elisha was not Paul Shalisha but by the prophetic anointing uh, by, uh, by the operation of his faith, uh, his faith started sounding in another place uh, his faith started making a noise in another place, uh, listen you are in Ghana by your faith it's going to make noise uh, in America you are in Ghana, by your faith it's going to make noise in Nigeria you are in Ghana, by your faith it's going to make noise in Make a sound uh, in the United Kingdom. I don't know. I see dimensions opening up. Dimensions opening up. who is ready tonight. who is ready tonight. Begin to pray in the spirit wherever you are. Begin to pray in the spirit. I don't know. Results are about to change. Results are about to change the verdict that was against you the verdict that turned around and be for you ma shantala lift up your voice and begin to pray in the spirit
2: come on are you praying now it's not by
1: faith They a nations They a lot of righteousness Stand to fly the armies of nations oh by faith oh women receive their dead back to life by faith oh lift up your voice and pray lift up your voice and pray if they can bring the dead to life
2: they can bring healing to the sickness
1: Oh, ah, oh, ah, come on pray come on pray i want to see somebody pray right now somebody you believe that next year by this time your story should be different next year by this time your business should be different next year by
2: this time
1: Lift up your hands ah, é, ah, é. Ah, é. Ah, de Ah, é. Don't go back. You will not go back. You will not refresh.
2: I got to I got you. I I you.
1: people to change their situation. Yes. Begin to change the situation right now. I don't know, but there's a spirit of faith. There is a spirit of faith. There's a partaking of the spirit of faith. but change of situation. The change of level. Come on right now, begin to change your situation. Let that faith be released. You see people coming out of that power. Yeah, you see them getting wild. The spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. The spirit of faith. You do what you've never been able to do before. You do what you have never been able to do before. Look at them. They are going to rise up all of a sudden. an anointed. There's an anointed. Oh! Thank you, Holy God. Thank,
2: Thank you, Lord.
0: We hope that you've been blessed by this message. For more inquiries, visit our website: www. Ebenezer Okolipa.com or call 0546-363957. God bless you.